Entrepreneur on Fire 660. John Lee Dumas is here with your daily dose of inspiring entrepreneurs. Welcome to Entrepreneur on Fire and prepare to ignite. Hiring? With ZipRecruiter, you can post to 50 plus job sites, including social networks like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, all with a single click. Post a free job at ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. It's National Make-A-Will Month. LegalZoom provides legal help through independent attorneys and self-help, but they're not a law firm. Protect your family and future today. Visit LegalZoom.com, enter fire in the referral box at checkout. Hold on to those afterburners, Fire Nation. John Lee Dumas here, and I am fired up to bring you our feature guest today, Misa Chen. Misa, are you prepared to ignite? Definitely. Yes. Misa is a veteran entrepreneur with a passion for customer service. She decided to establish Fasubo based on her experience with her previous business, Nom Nom Truck. Misa is excited to help other businesses improve their customer experience in sales, especially in the telecom industry, where customer satisfaction is key to success. Misa, I've given our listeners just a little overview, so take a minute. Tell us about you personally, because we want to get to know you, then give us an overview of your business. So basically, I've, I've had several businesses in the past, but the one I'm currently focused on we basically work to improve employee training and performance through customer feedback. And we're primarily focused on the telecom industry right now, uh, telecom retailers, and really helping those frontline employees uh, improve based on the customer feedback. Perfect. And listen, I'm talking to you right now from San Diego. I know you're a a local San Diegan or at least a native. So uh, why don't Mm -hmm. you give us a little personal background? Yeah, I grew up in San Diego. Absolutely love, love, love San Diego. Um, And then after that, I went to UCLA, uh, double majored in global studies in French. And uh, and from there, actually, right out of college, I started a food truck uh, for several years, which is uh, much different. (laughs) And it was a really awesome experience, really great experience. Experience, and I'll, I'll tell you guys later how I went from the food truck into software now. Cool, uh, but a lot of there's actually a lot of parallels there. So, love it. I'm excited to hear a little bit more about that food truck for sure. What you specialized in, and uh, one of my good friends, actually Pat Flynn, who's a great entrepreneur down here in San Diego as well, started a podcast called the Food Trucker Podcast, and he actually right. goes around and interviews food truckers just about their lives, what works for them, what doesn't work for them. So. It's quite the industry, and I'm actually going out to Portland, Oregon next week for World Domination Summit, which is basically the food trucker capital of the West, at least. It's unbelievable up there, yeah. So, Misa, we're going to really do a deep dive into your journey. You've really alluded to some pretty cool things coming up, but before we do, we always start with a success quote, so take it away. So, the quote that I always go by is, opportunity is missed by most people, because it's dressed in overalls and looks like work. Thomas Edison. Yes. Oh, Ugh. you got it. You got it. I, I love I just, it. I found that over and over again, um, the best opportunities people don't necessarily see. Um, and then that's a huge benefit that you, you can have if you can see those opportunities and seize them. 
I love that quote. Nothing could be more true. I've actually been, uh, Misa, on a little Stephen Pressfield binge in 2014. <laughs> and his book, Do the Work, literally, I mean, that basically sums up what this quote is. It's like, hey, guys, you, you want to take shortcuts, like you want to just try to you know keep focused on doing this and doing that and chasing those bright, shiny objects and weapons of mass destruction. It's those people that do the actual work. Those are the ones that are finding the success. So yes, Misa, really kind of break it down for us real quick because that quote is powerful. I don't want to leave it quite yet. What's an example of how you've really applied this mentality to your journey? I'll just give an example in one of my, in my previous business Perfect. with the food trucks. Um, what we found is just that some of the most mundane um, not as exciting aspects of the business were what actually were the core of the business and made the most money and, and ended up being the, our bread and butter. And so in the beginning, we began to do a lot of festivals, a lot of public vending with the, our food trucks. And then uh, towards the end, we actually uh, fully switched full time to private catering, which wasn't necessarily as exciting, but it was much easier, um, much more predictable, uh, much more profitable and so oftentimes the things, it, you know, it looked like overalls. It looked, mm -hmm. uh, you know, when we told people, oh, we're just going to do a catering here, a catering there, or just fully focus on that, it's, um, it didn't seem as exciting, but it actually was the best thing we could have done for our business. So that's just an example where the things that have the least amount of hype are actually the biggest opportunities. God, I love this theme that you're developing throughout this interview. I mean, it's so important and so impactful for our listeners, Fire Nation, just to really absorb that mantra and that mindset. It's powerful. And let's really just kind of continue going forward, Misa, because I really want to analyze your journey because it's been a fascinating one. And I know you have some great stories about aha moments and, of course, the great success you've had I want to talk about, too. But we always do start with a failure to really kind of close uh -huh. that chasm between you, you know, this great, inspiring, successful entrepreneur and our listeners, you know, who are a lot of whom are still looking to get there. So share with us a story of a time, Misa, that you did fail and share with us the lessons you learned. One of my previous businesses, I actually started the business with a friend. Um, and at the time, since we were friends, we decided not to uh, create a very strong shareholders agreement. Um, and I looked at that as one of uh, my biggest failures in the past, because what eventually happened is, you know, um, my friendship with this person disguised uh, that we actually weren't the best partners. And eventually uh, things ended up breaking up, not only the friendship, but also uh, the business due to that. And it was really because there wasn't, uh, you know, uh, I didn't protect myself in the shareholders agreement because I thought that, you know, we're friends, the business would last with that friendship when really you have to always protect yourself and think what is best for the business, what is best for both of us and, and um, not be afraid to, you know, set those, those terms. Because later on, that's why I tell every single person who starts out a business, whether it's with a friend or business partner, anyone, um, they have to have a strong shareholders agreement because it's just the best thing for all parties and um, the business as a whole to survive. So that's my biggest failure that I've seen I've made in the past. And I've made sure never to make that mistake again. <laughs> we have a very an awesome um, law firm behind us and uh, our new business. And uh, I have an awesome business partner. So um, but, you know, we still have a very good shareholders agreement because it's just fair for all parties to have that in place. 
It's such a rock-solid life lesson, Fire Nation, to really take away. And over and over again, Misa, it comes up within failures of our previous guests is when they didn't take the time to really solidify mm-hmm. that partnership. And you know, the same goes for building a team, too. Even when you're bringing on people, not even necessarily as partners, but who are going to be working for you and in mm-hmm. what capacity. Yep. It's like, how is that communication going to work? And that is the key word right there is communication. And one huge takeaway that we see time and time again is when you are creating that team and building people in and bringing them into your organization, hire slow and fire fast. I hear, and maybe you agree with this, Misa, maybe you don't, but you need to fire the person the first time you think about it. That's what we've been hearing a lot because, you know, it's, it's just really, if you let it fester, it's not good for either party there just because if it's not a fit, it's just not a fit and be fair to both parties. Well, a great advice I recently got from a a fellow advisor that they do at their company, I've heard from multiple companies, is actually, um, you know, say if you hire a software engineer, you you both parties are on contract for three months before you decide to drop a vesting agreement or anything like that, just to see if it's a good fit. Um, So that's some advice that I got recently that um, we're going to try out when we do our first hires this year. Because it's just great to see how you work together and really think about that and analyze that relationship. No, that's really powerful. And let's kind of maybe tie a bow on this, Misa, by you kind of sharing with Fire Nation. If you could turn back the clock or maybe if you had a fresh sheet of paper, like how would you actually structure and go forward with a partnership? I think the partnership I have right now uh, in my current company, my software company, it's it's really strong. Uh, basically, I have an awesome business partner. He's very proactive. Uh, he's our CTO. He's great at leading a tech team, a great programmer. Um, and it's very clear what he does and what his responsibilities are. And I can always trust him to bring great results to the team and vice versa. He trusts that I will be you know, the hustler, uh, closing sales, um, basically doing everything but the programming and we both really balance each other out that way. So I think it's really great if both parties, you know, whether it's two people, three people, everyone feels that everyone in the group is bringing something really valuable through the table and they're getting a great deal on that. So what steps, Misa, did you take to really lock that down and make sure that that was going to be such a great partnership? Oh, well, I think that the important thing is to think, you know, do I want to hang out with this person? Am I okay with, you know, this person almost being like my significant other and right. I might even spend more time with them than my significant other. And so in the beginning, you know, my, me and my current business partner, we just saw if we had a lot in common, even outside of the business, you know, if he, and immediately when I met him, I knew he was like such an awesome person. He was like very friendly. Uh, and you know, he was someone who I would be friends with outside of work. And I think that is so important, whether it's your business partner, or even someone you bring on the team, company culture is so important. It starts with those two founders or three founders. Um, and so just like, you know, you can have someone with some great talents, but I think that's really only half of it. Half of it is the talent that they bring to the table, and the other half is their personality. Are they fun to work with? Can you work great together under stress? Can you go on this roller coaster together? Because it is a roller coaster, Fire Nation. (laughs) And we've heard time and time again, I've had past guests say that, listen, if you can't sit down and enjoy a beer with this person, are you really going to be able to make it through the tough times when you're both stressed out and and it's, you know, anxiety is taking hold and the chips are on the line? 
that is where it all starts. So I love that, Misa. It's all about building that right culture, that right foundation. And now let's transition to the other end of the spectrum and tell another story. And this story, Misa, is going to be an aha moment that you've had at some point in your journey, a light bulb that went off. And you just said, wow, this is me, Misa Chen, like my authentic self. Like what was that moment in time, Misa? And what steps do you take to turn that moment, that idea into success? I always like to say that a big aha moment was when I came up with the idea for Fasubo from my previous business. Let's hear it. So in my previous business, I would be regularly logging into Yelp, trying to figure out, you know, which reviews were attributed to which employees. And, and, you know, um, it would say, you know, this guy at the window was awesome. I had such a great experience. And then I'd want to know who that person was, but I wouldn't know or vice versa. You know, the service was really bad. Um, you know, I didn't get much attention at the window. And so I realized that there was really no feedback system out there that got employees involved in receiving feedback, helping them improve and also, um, allowed management to also figure out, you know, who was the best performing employees and who needed help. And so with that idea, I actually took it, uh, to angel hack, uh, hackathon. And that's when I entered it into that hackathon. And, and from there, that's where the company started. So, um, you know, out of the pain that I felt as a business owner, having that aha moment was great because that really allowed me to figure out what product I wanted to be out there and something that didn't exist that needed to exist. So you have this aha moment, Misa, and you know, especially being up in San Francisco, that ideas are a dime a dozen. It's all about mm-hmm. execution. It's all yes. about taking action. So what was that next step for you? Basically, what happened is when we entered it into the hackathon and Angel Hack, um, we actually got into the finals in Silicon Valley out of about 30 business plans from around the world. And um, so then we thought, okay, we really have to make this an actual business. So we started uh, testing with a phone retailer, and we soon just found out that it really resonates with um, employees in the phone retailer industry and the telecom industry because there's such a one-on-one interaction between the customer and employee. Employees love um, being a part of the feedback loop and, and being able to log in and see that feedback and learn from it. Um, they get training outside of, you know, their, just their preliminary training. Um, it's really a win-win for all parties. And so uh, right off the bat there, I just saw that this product had to exist and we had to continue to build it and develop it and we had to make it a company. I love that story. Can you kind of break into a little bit about Hackathon? Because I know a lot of listeners have heard about some of those things, but I mean, they're just really fascinating. I'd love to kind of get the inside scoop there. So Angel Hack is one of the largest hackathons in the world. They go to cities all around the world um, and then people submit business plans. uh, They put together teams um, you know, there's usually like a hustler, a designer and programmer, and you build the product within, um, the product and business idea within the weekend. Oh, However, so after that preliminary round, then you can go to the finals in Silicon Valley and the prize is a, um, an investment firm investing in you. Uh, and so after getting to the finals, you know, we started working with a phone retailer and from there it, uh, it just went really well because then we actually won first place and got, received funding. So receiving funding, again, that's a great place to be. And now you're kind of like on that precipice, but now it's like, okay, we have to form the team. Okay, we can come up with the actual plan for execution. You know, yeah. now you have people that are counting on you. I mean, that just kind of adds to the pressure, makes it all real. Yeah. So like, what was your next step after getting that funding? I mean, are you looking for office space? Are you looking for employees? Like, how fast does that process work? 
I think it depends on the company. Um, for us, I think especially being in Silicon Valley, it's really easy to get distracted and think, okay, I just have to raise money right, right. now. Um, when actually I have a really awesome advisor and he just said, you know what, just focus on the business. Don't get distracted by all, you know, the bells and whistles around you. In the end, if you build the business, the funding will come. And I thought that was one of the best things that I could have done because sometimes raising money without focusing on, it can take so much away from building the actual business. So by building the business, actually I've just naturally had investors approach me and I've already raised the money I needed without even having to focus on that. So, um, you know, just after, you know, we got that preliminary funding, I just fully focused on the business and raised some additional capital in the meantime as well. And, uh, now we're working with actually three very, very, very large telecom retailers. I can't share the names, but um, it's going very well. Nice, Misa. Well, we call that the weapons of mass distraction. Mm-hmm. When, especially you're in San Francisco, you're in San Diego. There's a lot going on. Yeah. There's bright, shiny objects everywhere. You need to keep your eye on the ball. You need to keep focused, which Misa yeah. is my favorite acronym. Follow one course until success. Yes, I completely agree. You <laughs> kept that eye on the prize, girl. Congratulations to all the success. It's going well for you. We're super stoked. And I mean, it's going to be hard for you to choose, obviously, because you've had a lot of these moments. But if you could just break it down, break it down to your proudest, Misa, entrepreneurial moment. Um, I have to say, last year, I actually, I love doing speaking events. Um, For any of you out there who are listening, if you would like a speaker to come to your school or anything like that, I I love speaking events. And I actually spoke at UCLA Alumni Day. Uh, last year, just right after, it was such a, a surreal moment. It was right after Guy Kawasaki finished his opening speech. And so it was yes. just really great to be there, be there with fellow Bruins and um, share my story. So that was, I think, my proudest moment so far. Love that guy. He is I know. one of the power Maybe. 20 of Entrepreneur yes. on Fire, yes. one of the first 20 that we've had on. Wow. That's yeah. Amazing. It was great. We've had him, Seth Godin, Gary Vaynerchuk, Tim Ferriss. I mean, just a great lineup of entrepreneurs here. And now, Misa Chen. (laughs) (laughs) So, Misa, I mean, let's talk about this for a second because you are right in the middle of it. You are hustling. You are bustling. And we love really focusing on the entrepreneurial journey as a philosopher might because, you know, we have the ups, we have the downs, and sometimes they follow each other so quickly How do you, Misa Chen, keep some semblance of a balance in this roller coaster ride that we're on? Exercising regularly. I really, I actually just really care about having a balance in my life. So, what me and my business partners say is just that results really matter. Create goals, but you know, don't kill yourself at work per se, or you know, you don't need to work from 7 a.m. till 10 p.m. It's it's really important to let give your brain a rest and you have extracurricular activities with friends. Um, you know, uh, spend time with your significant other, um, be a part of a sports team, whatever it may be that can kind of, you know, de-stress you and, and be that balance in your life. I think that's really important as an entrepreneur, especially, um, to still have a little bit of life outside of work. Um, because in my previous job with Nom Nom Truck, even though I did have a little bit of a balance, it really wasn't as much as I would have liked it. So with this new business, I, I just decided I put my foot down and I said, you know, I'm all about the results, but definitely I still need to have a life as well. It's so important. And Fire Nation knows, Misa, that I am out 
every evening, right as the sun's setting, on my paddleboard here in Mission Bay. Oh, that's awesome. Listening to a podcast or an audiobook or maybe some music. I mean, that's my unwinding time. Yeah, that's time. great. That's great. That's so important. So Misa, let's take things to present times. Let's talk about today. Share with Fire Nation the one thing that has you most fired up right now. The thing that really drives me about our current product is just um, we're really changing the face of feedback and that all other feedback uh, software they only they don't get the frontline evolved. So the very people that the feedback is about, per se, when you're filling out a survey, it's very, very rare that the people you're reviewing actually get that feedback. And we believe in the opposite. We believe that not only, you know, should upper management management get see that feedback, which is very important, but also the front line, the employees that the very feedback is about should see it and learn from it and grow with it. And we've seen unbelievable results. Uh, with that um, new way of looking at feedback. Uh, We believe the industry is broken and and we need to fix it. And and that's where we see huge potential. And I get so excited when, not only when I see our results, but when I talk to our users, I talk to the frontline employees uh, who are improving, who love seeing, you know, thank you notes from the customers or seeing how they can improve. And finally they have a tool at work where they can really grow their careers and, and improve their training. I love that. And I'm really seeing it sweep the nation. I mean, we've recently had the founder of 15.5 on Entrepreneur on Fire, and that's all about that feedback. And Misa, have you coined the phrase changing the face of feedback? I mean, I love that. (laughs) I actually haven't done that yet, but that's a very good idea. (laughs) I think that should be your tagline because I love it. It just flows and it just makes so much sense. And to somebody that's listening that might not even be in your industry or understand mm-hmm. it right from the outside, changing the face of feedback. I mean, I mm-hmm. get it. I love it. So, Misa, we're about to enter the lightning rounds. But mm-hmm. before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Most Americans don't have a will, but did you know that without one, you could be leaving yourself and your family vulnerable against the court dictating what happens to your property and other possessions? So many Americans procrastinate because they say making a will is too expensive or too time-consuming. My answer to that, LegalZoom.com. LegalZoom's prices make sense, and it only takes 20 minutes for LegalZoom to guide you through from start to finish. During National Make-A-Will Month, you can get special pricing on wills and living trusts by entering promo code FIRE in the referral box at checkout. Again, that's promo code FIRE. It's National Make-A-Will Month. Stop procrastinating, Fire Nation. Protect your family, protect your future at LegalZoom.com today. LegalZoom was developed by top attorneys to provide self-help services at your specific direction, but they're not a law firm. Legal help is furnished through vetted independent attorneys. Visit LegalZoom.com today and use promo code FIRE in the referral box at checkout. Are you looking to grow your team, maximize your time, and start putting systems in place that will help you run your business most efficiently? I know firsthand that growing a team isn't easy, especially when everyone's seeking out the best candidates. With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 50 plus job sites, including Craigslist and social networks like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, 
all with a single click. Find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. With an interface that's easy to use and that tracks all of your job posts and all of your candidates, you'll be growing your team in no time. Plus, it's easy to find your best candidates because ZipRecruiter.com will automatically highlight them for you. Try ZipRecruiter to find out why they've been used by over 200,000 businesses. Right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Again, try ZipRecruiter for free. You must go to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Misa, welcome to the lightning round where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Yes, it does. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? I always kind of knew that I had this or this uh, fire, what you would say inside of me, you know, right when I turned 18, I thought, oh my gosh, I can open up an eBay account and start selling. So I immediately (laughs) started, you know, reselling vintage clothes, antiques, anything I could get my hands on that I knew I could buy low and sell higher. Um, So I always knew I kind of had that drive inside of me, but I kept holding it back um, throughout college just because a lot of my friends in college said, oh, you know, I want to major in communications. I want to major in uh, psychiatry, you know, um, uh, I want to do this. Like a lot of my friends were going down a particular career path and very similar career paths. And no one I knew really, uh, wanted to be an entrepreneur. And so since I didn't really have any friends who wanted to do that, I just kind of held it in and held it back. And finally, um, about, I would say my sophomore or junior year, I joined a society called EMS, Entrepreneur Mentor Society. And just after attending one event, just like that snap, I just knew that that was what I had to do. Um, I had a lot of dead end jobs where I quit a job after one day because I really couldn't stand it. And I just kept (laughs) trying to figure out you know, what is it that I really want to do? And right when I joined that um, club, that's when I figured it out. So I would say it's for people out there, I would say it's just really good to not hold yourself back. And, um, and especially, uh, you know, don't be too influenced by the people around you figure out what you really want to do. We often talk about that Jim Rohn quote, Misa, that is, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And that's why mm-hmm. it's so incredibly important to really know and try to understand that authentic fire that's burning within and then try to mm-hmm. surround yourself by people who are like-minded to encourage you to, to drive forward. And Misa, you've gotten a lot of great advice. You have an amazing advisor that's very fortunate. But what is the best advice you've ever received? I think it goes back to that quote again, uh, you know, to fully focus on my business and and to just focus on one vertical, especially in the beginning. And that's why we're focusing on telecom retailers. Um, and, you know, just don't be too distracted by everything else around you. Um, and I really have surrounded myself with some really great key advisors. And it's good to not listen to too much advice, but just to bring on a couple, several advisors within your company who you really value and who you really look up to, who you know will help you get through this roller coaster. Oh. So. Share one of your personal habits, Misa, that you believe contributes to your success. Yes, uh, it's funny. I wrote down um, trampling dodgeball. Just like you do paddleboarding. I would say trampling dodgeball is um, one of my just greatest outlets. We have an awesome team. We've been doing it for almost 
three years now. Um, we all have personalized jerseys, even I'm the team captain, and it's. I almost look at Trampoline Dodgeball as almost my own little company outside of Fasubo, where <laughs> we're, it's really great. Everyone plays to their strengths. Um, everyone has their own role within our team, and it's just a great. I would really, really recommend um, you know so all entrepreneurs to really be a part of a sports team, or just anyone to be a part of a sports team outside of work, because it offers such a great outlet and balance to your life. Like not only do you get to spend a dedicated amount of time with friends every week, but it's great being a part of a team for so long and, and building that uh, that strength with everyone. Mm, such a good point. Do you have an internet resource like an Evernote, Misa, that you're just in love with you can share with our listeners? I wrote down the name of the resource, but it actually can be multiple ones. Uh, basically, I use the resource Screenomatic to leave uh, video voicemails for people, um, especially in sales. Uh, just because it really builds a great uh, report with me and the client. Um, a lot of my clients I'm not able to visit in person all the time. Um, and so sending a video voicemail through email to clients uh, can really build a lot more trust, can show your honesty and, and show um, uh, how great your product is. And, and it really uh, creates that connection with whoever you're looking to outreach to. Well, Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource and everything that we've been chatting about in today's episode by going to eofire.com slash Misa Chen. And Misa, if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be? I've said this uh, to multiple people and I keep stressing it. It's called The Charisma Myth. Um, It basically helps you create your own personal charisma um, and allows you to... Uh, cultivate it in your life and um, and basically help you in business, relationships, whatever it may be. Well, Fire Nation, I know that you love audio, so if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook just like this one for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Misa, this next question's the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, <laughs> identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? So in terms of building business relationships, um, I would buy myself a great looking business suit and basically figure out where the most influential people in that area hung out and just begin to connect with them uh, wherever that that spot is and, and start to uh, create that network from there. Boom. Well, Misa, thank you for being so open, so honest with Fire Nation today. Let's end with you just giving us one parting piece of guidance, sharing the best way that we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. Um, so if you'd like to learn more about Fasubo, we love, love, love to speak with other entrepreneurs, new opportunities. You can visit fasubo.com, F-O-S-U-B-O. Um, and you can also email me at Misa, M-I-S-A, at Fasubo.com. What's that one parting piece of guidance? Oh, gosh. Um, I'll say the, the popular quote that my dad always told me growing up, follow your passion. Follow your passion. Well, Misa, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. In Fire Nation, you're hanging out with Misa and myself right now, so you're off to a great start. Misa, 
Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to everything of value that we've mentioned in today's episode by going to eofire.com, typing MISA in the search bar, and your show notes page will pop right up. And thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you, John. Fire Nation, looking for ways to increase your email list and establish your authority in your niche? Join me for our free live webinar where we share how you can create and present a webinar that converts. Visit webinaronfire.com to grab your spot today. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite.